I'm Vanessa Marshall. I play Harrison Dula on Star Wars Rebels, and you're listening to Hanging with Team Kanan. Hanging with Team Kanan, where your three favorite pieces of Rebel scum discuss the latest episodes of Star Wars Rebels and all the happenings within a galaxy far, far away. My name is Katrina Dennis, and with me are my two co-pilots. First off is Jonah Marie Macias. Hello, Jonah. How are you? Hey, Katrina. Everything's going well. You know, start of a new week, so I'm trying to be positive. <laughs> are you Woo-hoo! feeling better? I am. I am. I don't. I don't sound as dead anymore. <laughs> Yay! I'm glad that you're you're at least mostly over the con crud. Yes, which is good news. <laughs> and Jeremy Conrad, hello, sir. How are you? Hello, I am great. It and doesn't sound clear. like it, Jeremy. Oh, well, besi- <laughs> yeah, besides, like, uh... <laughs> besides being a football fan in Cleveland, I am great. Oh, <laughs> oh I'm sorry. <laughs> well, uh, you know who didn't have a very good week this week for most of the week was uh, Harrison Dula. And we're here to talk about the latest episode of Star Wars Rebels, Hera's Heroes. This was one that I was really excited about because we never get that much time with Hera. And I loved hearing more about her her mother, and I was really excited to see Ezra in the scout trooper getup. So I was I was excited for this episode. But first, I want to get you your overall opinions of our our little opening scene. Uh, I I love the little chase that they were on. So I wanted to hear what you guys thought about that, and we'll kick that off with Jonah. Sure. So I I thought that chase scene at the very beginning was pretty cool. It was I think it was eleven thirty eight who wrote that it was very Firefly. I think it was that Twitter account that said that. But yeah, it reminded me of Firefly, and I like it when the episodes start in the middle of something and you're kind of tossed in there. It's fun when they do it with that approach. So yeah, like I, I was just like, what were Cham and Numa doing that they started being <laughs> followed by the Empire? So I was very curious about that. But obviously, more important things came up with Hera and the team coming in to swoop in and save them. So that was fun. What about you, Jeremy? I thought it was a really fun westerny type scene and cham had some great dialogue there about Hera, and also uh it was nice to see biker scouts i've i've told this story before but my first ever star wars toy was a spear bike um from the vintage collection and i freaking love bikers and their armor is great it's my it's probably my favorite armor in all of star wars and that was a pretty neat little thing to see at the beginning of the episode but uh yeah i really enjoyed it that's awesome yeah, I've been, like I said, I've been really excited for this one. Uh, the time we got to spend with both Hera and Cham in the last season was really cool and eye-opening. So I like to take these these moments with Hera and just embrace them wholly. And this was a really good episode 
for little hints of Twi'lek mythos, I need to bring up the exact tweet, but somebody, uh, the, the woman behind this costume blog that I really, really like, actually found a little Easter egg featuring Ayla Sakura in this episode. And it's actually in Cham's office. There's a statue of a Twi'lek kind of jumping and like reaching down. And it's actually, the model is based off of the cover that inspired George Lucas to bring Ayla into Attack of the Clones. That's uh, so cool. And yeah, the person who wrote this, oh goodness, I don't have her full name, but on, on Twitter, she's Zena, uh, Zenad, and she runs a blog called Poetry and Costume, which is one of my favorite costume blogs for cinematography and for Star Wars. Uh, and she noticed this, and I thought that it was such a great find. And that's just the the bare bones of all the cool Twi'lek, or Twi'lek um, Easter eggs in this episode. Did you guys learn anything new about uh, Ryloth's favorite alien species? Hmm. Well, their their leku are very mesmerizing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the whole episode, like that whole opening scene, I just loved how they were all like flailing and bouncing. And I even had to tweet about it because I was just like, wow, this is just so awesome. <laughs> Twi'lek leku action. But I really Absolutely. liked... <laughs> It replaced Kanan's hair this week. This week. Yeah, it Sorry. replaced Kanan's hair for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really liked the. Um... Oh shoot, I can't remember what it was now. <laughs> no, I've ruined everything. Uh, we were talking about Twilight, uh, Twilight Leku. Yes, we were, but it was something not related to that. But it's okay. It'll come to me later. Uh, uh, I hope so. I'm sorry. No, it's Um, it's okay. (laughs) Jeremy, was there anything you wanted to bring up about about that? Like the lore behind it and wow. I just I just really enjoy how art like dictates their life. I like how it's such a part of their their history, of their people and the Cali Cori was really awesome looking. Just looking at that, you could see all the different markings, and you could you could even see where Hera's block was gonna go, and that, that it just like started to really really punch me in the gut whenever they showed it, especially when Thrawn was holding it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and Thrawn was perfectly scary this episode. I think because the Twi'leks of Ryloth are such an artistic people, that's why Thrawn is so invested in Hera. And I really liked seeing that extremely scary dynamic between the two of them. It was creepy. Oh, yeah. yeah, he was all over her. I'm like, get out, get out, go away, go away. <laughs> no, I wanted I them I to stay like game. I wanted them to stay next to each other the whole episode. It was every time they were both on screen again, like Van Marshall killed it in this episode. Oh, oh yeah. Didn't she? She was the best. Oh man. You could hear when the scene called for her to be angry, she was angry. Oh, just you could feel the venom coming through the screen whenever she was talking to Thrawn, whenever he was just talking about Twi'leks and their people and their history and how dis- she just despised him for even being in her home. And oh, oh, it was so great. Oh, I loved every second of it. Yeah. 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 And, and then just the moments when she had to pretend to be a servant, too, and reverting back to that accent was pretty awesome, too, how she did that. Yeah. I thought it was really cool to see Numa in action again. And was it me or did this whole episode kind of put you on edge? Because I thought that like Numa or 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 one of like Cham or somebody was about to every, die. Like, every time they showed Numa, I thought she was going to die. 
I know. <laughs> Every time. It's funny because I went great. I went into the episode thinking that Chan was going to die. I'm like, this is it. This is how he's going to die. <laughs> and he didn't. And I'm like, well, you know what? I don't think, because everyone's thinking now, I'm, I'm jumping ahead to the next episode, but everyone's thinking, oh, Rex is going to die. I was like, well, no, I don't think so, because Chan didn't die in this episode, and Rex shouldn't die either. <laughs> if Rex dies next episode, I don't know if we're going to be able to record next week. No, we won't. I'm sorry. Oh, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'll we're be, in be in morning. Yeah. <laughs> We, we're going to be wearing black. We can't talk anything, you know, a lot of rules to that. I'll just, I'll just do a whole episode, de- dead Rex, old Rex episode by myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, I had a long life and I'm dead now. and I'm really sorry about that. And I feel really bad. But, you know, I, I'll i come back as an owl or something. You'll see. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man, Rex owl. <laughs> But yeah, I really thought Chan was going to die this episode, and um, but it was great to see that he didn't. He still has a lot of fight in him. I was very interested by the fact that he said when he turned himself in to be exchanged for Hera and, and Ezra, he said that uh, Hera would take his place. And I really thought about that. I'm like, would Hera really take his place? Because Hera's fighting a bigger fight, whereas he's more focused on Ryloth's movement and whatnot against the Empire. I agree. I like Hera, Hera very much stressed, especially when um, they were leaving her house and her home that she was like, no, my, my family is where my home is. And grabbed Ezra's arm, and she made a point of saying, "You guys are my family now." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't, I don't think that she would necessarily want to take his place at all. I agree with you. She, she was the one willing to blow up her house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was such a good line. No, I'm sorry about the house. <laughs> and I was so was like, You are serious. <laughs> that was so '80s comedy. <laughs> Sorry, I wrecked the car, Dad. Oh, man. Like, I was waiting for the Ferris Bueller music. It would just be like, boom, boom. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Oh, my God. That was amazing. <laughs> I, and I love that. I love that this episode really defined that for Hera. Because mostly when it... I don't want to call her, like, cold when it comes to attachments. Because obviously she's not. She's She's very much driven by her attachments and has a lot of care for everyone and does her best to like be there for everyone in her crew but this really kind of defined where Hera's loyalties laid uh in that sense and I thought that that was really cool like she her direct family she always wants to hang on to she she wanted to keep the totem and uh and keep the tradition going on but as far as like worldly attachments outside of that outside of that one connection she had with her mother especially it didn't really matter much to her. It, it was just, and I love that last line, not to jump too far ahead, where she looks at Kanan and she's like, I have you and I have my father and I have our crew. And I'm like, you have Kanan. <laughs> Say, I have you, husband, because they're totally space married. <laughs> Honey. <laughs> That's so funny. And, you know, I was thinking about it. Like, if she had, if she had taken the Calicori somehow and... Um, like I don't really see her having bearing children. Like I, I don't see that in, in Hera. Like I could see her passing that off to either Ezra or Sabine. Primarily Sabine, I mean, because I, I like to think of them as her legacy. You know, these she's passing on to them 
you know, the fact that they're going to take on whatever battles are in the future when it comes to the Empire. So I, I, I like the idea of her passing that on to them more than her physically bearing children for her to continue that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that concept a lot. So we had a little more backstory uh, on, on Cham and his rivalries in this episode, too. And that kind of came through the Imperial side with Thrawn and that other Imperial guy whose name I can't remember. Slavin. Such a bumbling fool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. So what did we think of the Imperials this episode? I thought Thrawn was perfectly scary, but I want to know what you guys think. Jeremy? I completely agree. I I said after the first episode or second or whatever we're saying they are that I didn't really like the introduction of Thrawn. It just didn't like there was no oomph there for me. And I got it all back in this episode. Oh, man, was he great. Uh, Besides one moment I'll bring up in a minute. Every moment that Thrawn was on the screen, it had my full attention. And whatever that organ music they use for Thrawn, I need that on spotify like right now so i can just listen to it and drive 60 miles per hour through traffic all day because it like gets my blood going and you're you're just like oh man it it just fills you with dread and you get very uncomfortable and you're like oh my god he's gonna strike at any set what is he gonna do here you you just don't know what's gonna happen you even saw that there was a calm before the storm when he grabbed the other imperial why is his name escaping me slavin slavin when he grabbed Slavin and just looked like he was about to, you know, kill him because he's a moron. <laughs> and it, he just straightened back out his coat and he's like, okay, you know what? No, never mind. I'm going to go back to my ship and be cool. And meanwhile, the organ music is like, <laughs> and you're just like, oh, oh, you can't breathe because you're just like, what is happening right now? It's, it's, it's. So intense, and I love it. I love every second that Throne is on the screen. Throne's reaction actually to Slavin kind of reminded me of my reaction to the internet a lot of the time. Because <laughs> I, I feel like grabbing it by by the collar sometimes, and be like, especially when it comes to Star Wars Rebels, like, no, that was a great episode. And then I realized, okay, no, I'm sorry, everyone has a different opinion when it comes to art. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah when i saw that scene i was like i totally identify with you right now thron i totally identify <laughs> jonah and thron ruling the galaxy with iron fist Perfect. tell me more tell me more about this internet jonah <laughs> that's that's the introduction to my terrible thron impression you're welcome yes i love it i approve of it let's let's just keep that forever um <laughs> My favorite part of that uh, moment was his audible growl. That just scared me. Like, some people were like, oh, Thrawn. But I was like, whoa, that is a scary growl. And so I was very uh, moved by it. Yeah. And one other thing, I forget her name, but I think it was something Moors uh, from the novel, Lords of the Sith, I think. Mothmore? Yeah, like I, I was wondering why she wasn't around and why Slavin was there in her place because she was she was responsible for overseeing Ryloth in some way, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that was interesting. I wonder what happened to her, or if yeah, I'm always interested why you know why aren't they using certain characters in certain places and replacing them with new ones? Like I'm always I'm always for new characters and whatnot, but when it seems like there should be some reason why. A character should be there and they're not it, it, it 
I find it interesting what their decisions are in that. Yeah. Yeah, that could have been a really uh, interesting way to introduce a lesbian character into this show, though she's not necessarily the nicest lady in the whole wide world. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so uh, we try not to talk about Moff Morris too much. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but overall, I really liked uh, this episode and the information it gave us. Uh, I've had a few chats with other people who kind of felt that this is more of a filler episode because there wasn't too much Jedi fighting going on, I guess. But I thought that this was a great... Yeah, I know. I was like, there's Jedi fighting in every episode. We had a lightsaber. It's it's fine. I really like that we got so much backstory on Hera, and we got to see how Thrawn... We got our first taste of how Thrawn really digs into the, the, the Rebels and what he's going to do to the Ghost Crew, because he's done... He, he really went in on Hera to, uh, with this episode, so... I think it's going to be really exciting. Yeah. yeah. My most emotionally charged moment was Chopper. Oh my gosh, oh, yes. With the Y-Wing. Oh, oh I, was, I was like, no. We Chopper's not allowed to be sad. And then at the end of the episode, he got to be Chopper Murder Droid. Yeah. So it was all good. It was all balanced in the end. I love, I love the seeds of like the rebels getting captured all the time. And they, they're like, never remember that they have a droid that can disguise himself and just be in the background and like chopper got a lot to do in this episode and it was a lot of fun like i love i love seeing him sticking it to everybody and they just just nonchalant like oh there's a stupid droid that's malfunctioning right there (laughs) (laughs) like how are you morons he's a murder droid get away from him he's a murder droid I really loved his laugh, like him just rolling oh, around, so rolling around and putting the, ex- the explosives everywhere and him laughing. I'm just like, oh, God, this droid is just everything my life needs right now. <laughs> I wanted I wanted another emotion, like when Hera was telling the story of the Y-Wing crash and pulling him out. I wanted to get like an extra little like little tidbit there of like him looking at it and maybe even getting like some voiceover with Van or something. Yeah, just that would have been cool. Just like give Chopper another moment. Chopper deserves all the moments. Yeah, I, I really wanted to know why he was like, was the clone, was he attached to the clone trooper? I'm assuming it's a clone trooper that had flown that. Someone said, why did I think that? Because I, cause at the time, that's, you know, who were manning those ships and they weren't specifically Twi'lek soldiers who were manning those. So it, it leads me to believe that it was a clone trooper. So the fact that he's looking at this ship, so I mean, it is a turning point for him. It's 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 what brought him in to with Hera. But at the same time, it's like it looked very sad. Like he was very sad about it. So I always wanted to know who was driving that Y wing, and is that who he was thinking about while he was staring at it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he he was genuinely concerned for Hera the entire episode. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I so, thought this I, was a really good show of how bonded they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You always get, like, especially on some of the key art they use for the show, you always get, like, Ezra and Chopper, Ezra and Chopper. And it, mm-hmm. it's hard. I think it's hard sometimes for people to remember that Chopper is Hera's droid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's there's a deeper connection there with Hera than anybody else on that ship. Yeah. So, eh. Zeb got a good line with the bucket head, too. Yes. <laughs> You didn't really think that through, did you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a great, great moment for that scout trooper. They're not asking a lot of Steve Bloomer Zed this season so no, far. No, that we haven't seen much of him, which is sad. 
I'm, I'm hoping we get more time with them now. It looks like we're getting a lot of focus episodes. So the next one is more about Captain Rex. Are we ready to talk about that? Or do you guys have any final thoughts on the episode? Yeah, I did want to say. Oh, go ahead. I don't remember anymore. I feel bad that Jonah lost her train of thought. Oh, there. yeah, so it right. happens a lot. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, next episode, we're going to get some time with uh, Captain Rex and go back to an old Clone Wars location, which I'm really excited about. Uh, so I guess we'll ask Jonah first how you feel about the, the teasers we've seen, what we got from Rebels Recon. Uh, what are you expecting? Oh man, they were they showed that that teaser trailer or whatever it was at the very end of the episode, um, which a lot of people didn't get to see because they might have seen like a different version of the. Of, I didn't see it. Yeah, exactly. So some people missed it, others didn't. But the one that I saw really showed Rex coming to terms with the Clone Wars and how and and I remember there being some. He was actually very being <laughs> not mean, but he was very very being very grandpa to Ezra. What do you mean <laughs> to Ezra? Oh, next, next week you guys are in for it. I'm warning you now. <laughs> yes. no! I'm looking forward to it. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm interested to see how he's going to get closure from this. Um, whether he'll get any closure? No, he's not going to die. I refuse to believe that he's going to die in this episode. Mainly because we just haven't seen him a lot lately like we saw him in the very beginning of the season and then he's been away for these past couple of episodes so i i don't think he'll die <laughs> at least i hope not and if he does i'm sorry but i will not be present in the next episode <laughs> we'll wait for you You'll wait. Don't delay. don't worry <laughs> if, see this is the thing if jeremy ever says that someone we love is gonna die and then they do then we can just blame jeremy exactly that's true yes yeah. <laughs> I think next episode Zeb's gonna die. No, no, it's terrible. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> and uh, and I like that clip with um that they showed at Rebels Recon where they had all that I did see. Yeah, all all four guys talking, and you had Ezra pick up that battle droid head. And yeah, I'm interested to find out why these droids are still in operation. And yeah, and I just want to know more, but I don't know right now. Roger, Roger, <laughs> Roger. Roger. <laughs> Roger, Roger. Should we be <laughs> shooting this guy? <laughs> That's one thing I miss about the clone, like, look, look, the droids and the Clone Wars. They oh, were hysterical. I yeah. love those things. Mm-hmm. So funny. I hope, I hope they don't really have anything like that on this show. Yeah. Well, hopefully next episode. No. Besides the the clo- the stormtroopers. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, awesome. Uh, I think that just about wraps it up. Do you guys have any extra thoughts for this week before we close out? I did um, have a few other thoughts, and now I can't remember. <laughs> oh, no. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. It's just my mind. I feel like I saw that episode like three times, so I don't know why I'm blanking out. There was something related to some of the characters that I'm completely... Oh, I really like the fact that we got to see Hera and, and Ezra bond in a way. Mm-hmm. And, and I love that he called her home beautiful. You know, it's one of those things yeah. where... It reminded me of Harris of Ezra's home and how that burned up, ended up exploding, and unfortunately her home ended up exploding as well. But for them both, home is where the team is located. So that that was beautiful because they both shared that in common. Awesome, Jeremy. Uh nope. I think we about covered everything I wanted to cover. Yeah. <laughs> 
and we got we got here. we got the chopper scene in. I I just I love that chopper scene. I want more. I want another episode that's nothing but chopper, and they they have a wonderful way of conveying his emotions on this show, and I want to see more of that. Give me more of that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think Kanan. Kanan being awesome with that rocket launcher. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. With the he took down that the rocket. chicken walker. Yeah, yeah, that was so cool. <laughs> and then with his little um, gesture towards the Imperials before entering the ghost, that was pretty cool. I'm like, Kanan, yeah. you're you're so awesome. I love you. <laughs> Take your hair out of that stupid ponytail. <laughs> Let it flow, man. Let it flow. <laughs> Awesome. Although uh, I would have, I would have liked to have seen Sabine get more action as well. But we got her. She had enough action yeah, last, last couple week. weeks. Yeah, <laughs> and she's gonna. I think from what they said on Recon, it sounds and what you can gather just for who from who Thrawn is, she's gonna have a lot to do with Thrawn later in the season. So oh yeah, yeah, leaving her calling cards behind and whatnot. Although we haven't really seen her do that lately we haven't seen her play around with her art which i, I kind of miss and that's what i loved about this episode because we got to see zeb and ezra be you know older brother younger brother with him doing that noogie on him at the very end and <laughs> yeah you know you have uh, oh i remember now there was that scene where, where chopper just slams into ezra's face as he comes into the room <laughs> like there are moments <laughs> like that where you're like oh man this reminds me of season one where everything was still fresh and people were still innocent and having fun <laughs> so so yeah i, I miss that <laughs> but yeah i want to see more of sabine's art and whatnot so yeah we'll definitely be getting more of that with with Thrawn in the mix now yeah Awesome. Well, I think that just about wraps it up for Team Kanan this week. Uh, where can we find you on the internet, Jeremy? You can find me on Twitter at Jeremy Ohio, tweeting at Star Wars people and wrestling people and action figure people and football people, all those people. <laughs> I'm tweeting at everybody. Come at me. And Jonah? You can find me at uh, Blue Jay Guys on Twitter, and I'm just mostly tweeting funny things nowadays <laughs> so, um, and then I you can also find me at thewookiegunner.com yay and you guys can find me anywhere in the internet if you look for Katrina. that's O-H-C-A-T-R-I-N-A look at my fantastic wonderful blog posts on starwars.com and leave me nice comments uh, and make sure to check out my other podcast Woman Up Coming up again this week at the usual time on Wednesday at 8 p.m. on Twitch. Uh, And I think that's just about it. So until next week, dear Rebels, may the Force be with you. And don't forget to flush the toilet. Goodbye! (laughs) I love that. But I don't remember what the name of the... The Kylie Cory. Kylie Cody? Ka- I can't help. <laughs> the Kylie Ka- Cory. You guys Corey. are both breaking up every time you say it. <laughs> okay, My bad. The kaleidoscope. Got it. <laughs> kaleidoscope. <laughs>